0: On the Newsline with us now, Dr. Wendy Lin Lee, a professor of philosophy at Bloomsburg University. We've talked to her about a wide range of uh, topics uh, over the years, everything from hydrofracking and and housing displacement of people in the way of what some would call progress. And uh, she became rather outspoken over the summer to make sure that uh, Bloomsburg University was uh, conducting itself in as safe a manner as possible when it comes to their coronavirus. So, Dr. Lee, thank you so much for calling in this morning. Good morning. Good morning. I do appreciate you checking in today. Okay, well, what's your reaction, the university? <laughs> Only three short months after you initially uh, started to really uh, ramp up your remarks then and decided, hey, maybe Dr. Lee is right.
1: Yeah, and, I, you know, it's not important that I was right. Um, I, because this wasn't ever about me. Uh, this was always about the direction that the facts were going about coronavirus. Um, and when my university that, that I love, I'm a 28-year veteran there, um, but when my university put out what's called the Back to Bloom plan, um, the Back to Bloomsburg University plan, I, I don't know how many people read it, uh, and may, maybe it's dry, but I really sat down with that, and I digested it and thought about it really carefully. And it was just poor. I, 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 don't, I don't know how else to put it. It was just um, as a, when you thought about the practical implications, how, how would this work to keep people safe? it became very clear, and it didn't take a genius, it didn't take a, a degree in epidemiology. Um, it just became very clear that it could not possibly work. And that among the primary reasons that it just could not work is because BU was doing no preemptive testing. Um, there's, there actually seemed to be some belief there among, among administration that state universities were somehow not permitted to to do preemptive or random testing um but i i had checked that out very carefully as well and that's simply not true that that's just not true um so it seems like this was a matter of expense and testing availability um to which my response was always going to be well if it is just too expensive right or the testing availability is just not what it needs to be in order to do at least random testing right the least expensive of the available choices then we should not bring the students back we should tell the faculty I started screaming this way back in July tell us all what we're going to do that we're going to go online and give the faculty who, who are doing the very best we can out here, the time to really, really make our online courses as good as they can possibly be. No, no one thinks that online education is as good. There's no one out here who believes that. But it's certainly better than getting sick. And it's certainly better than taking home coronavirus uh, at Thanksgiving to, to grandma and, and killing her with
0: it what's going to happen now some students are going to be confined to their dorms so they won't be in classrooms of course they'll be out and about uh, during the day uh, the universities yeah. uh, uh, the students have been fairly non-compliant with the social gathering yeah. aspects so what, yeah. what do you see happening now
1: uh i my argument now is that the horse is out of the barn right so um, you know, new policy yesterday that, um, that most, not all, but most classes will now be online. But the, the barn is already on fire. And so just putting classes online now, right, it, it's good. I'm glad we're doing it. But it really, it really just won't mean anything unless we, we begin a really aggressive program of testing. Um, there was an interesting story in the press enterprise this morning about um, the fraternity a fraternity that was fined and fined um, pretty uh, stiffly for having this 80-kid party. Right? I have two responses to that, and I think they're both significant. One, we could have seen that coming a mile away. Right? Why we thought the kids were going to behave differently this year than previous years is just magical thinking. I um, mean, I hold the U. administration absolutely culpable for that. This was completely predictable. Um, and second, I read this article, and my and I, I'm thinking, did you test, did you test the people who held that party, right? And and are you going to try to contact trace if any of them come up positive? And I don't think they even have thought to do that. But it strikes me as absolutely obvious that, of course, you're going to test anyone that you knew went to that party, whether they have symptoms or not. Um, BU had to be pressured to release COVID positive numbers to us even once a week. And then they were pressured into three times a week. But the fact is they should be informing us and the town every single day. Because of the rise of these numbers.
0: And what, um, so the, the other universities had a pretty robust testing program. I know at Susquehanna University in Bucknell, uh, yes. the testing is uh, pretty prevalent. Is, was that the, the main downfall, in your view, that put us where we are now? Uh,
1: yeah, it, it, it was, it, this was our Achilles heel. And I, I wasn't the only one who began to to shout us from the hilltops early on, um, when we began to uh, let kids move on to campus, who a population we know may be asymptomatic, right? May always be asymptomatic, may never get sick, but we also know can certainly spread the virus, right? That just because they don't get sick does not mean that they're infectious. And this is a highly infectious virus, with no ver- really very good therapeutics out there yet and no vaccine, right? So that was, an, I think, an absolutely fatally wrong decision, right? Had we gone preemptive testing right from the beginning, it's hard to imagine that we would be where we are now because where there's no testing, right, and, and except for the symptomatic, there's no contact tracing. And by the time you are sick, if you get sick right, because you're 18, right, by the time you're sick, right, you already spread it. Right? And testing here is no easy thing. I, I've been tsunami with um, anecdotal reports from folks who went to the BU Health Center or went to uh, the Bloom Hospital and could not be tested and were sent as far as way, away as Scranton or Wilkes-Barre. And the BU Health Center is still, even in the middle of a pandemic, only open nine to five
0: weekdays and it's not open on the weekends at all. That is truly ludicrous. Uh, let's uh, step off campus. Uh, you have been talking about really as long as the pandemic's been going on I think we had a comparable conversation what was it in uh, maybe uh, April or May, but in any event, yeah. about uh, minimizing and uh, you know understating the risks associated with coronavirus. I guess uh, off-campus, are you still seeing that, this idea that uh, it just mm-hmm. isn't being taken seriously enough?
1: No, it's not being taken seriously enough. Um, and if I, if I were going to back up in time a little bit, if BU knew we could not afford to do preemptive and random testing, we should simply have never brought the kids back at, at all. Because the kids' interaction with townsfolk, where, where masking is already dicey in bloom, right? So I think more people perhaps take it seriously now than perhaps did originally, right, as the United States numbers have climbed. But it's still not particularly good here, which I just don't, I just don't understand, right? There are lots of elderly people who live in multi-generational families here. So I, I just don't get it but you know now if if we had made that decision and just not brought the kids back at all right that was the other half of our fatal decision right but now more than seven thousand somewhat students live in the town um and our mayor um was quoted as saying um in our newspaper this morning that he wished classes had continued because then more of the kids would be on campus for longer periods of time during the day I would argue that it's probably better to send the students home. But I say that very reluctantly because there's no, it's, the students will not be less infected if they are infected. Sending them home will not, you know, magically make them uninfected. And I am as concerned about their families, just like I'm concerned about the town and its families, right, as I am about theirs. for what it's worth i think that VU has just done an incredibly negligent and incompetent job of actually um showing concern and then acting on it for the town uh, but this was just all a train wreck that we could see coming the, the the minute the kids started to to come back on campus without any testing if we couldn't afford to test we simply should not have brought them back. It's not rocket science, it's not complicated. Um, So now, now here we are. Um, And we, I think maybe folks at BU wanna believe that if we start to really crack down on these parties, that that will slow the spread of the virus. Maybe, I doubt it, right? I think that horse is really out of the barn and there's so many parties going on. I don't think BU police can keep track of them all. And and I'm sure that there were parties last night, and the numbers we're seeing right now aren't even the parties that have been here. There's a lapse because of the time that it takes for symptoms to develop and hence for people to get tested, and then the time it takes for the test to even come back. So I don't think we're even seeing the possible rise in cases that's actually attributable to the students being here. All we've seen so far is almost certainly just what they brought with them
0: so yeah plus the travel transition the other universities have been talking about that their uh, number, of pop-up, yeah, number of pop up yeah a number of pop up cases i think at bucknell university they talked about that travel transition and uh, of yeah. course the uh, students got a spanking recently from the president uh, for not wearing masks in town primarily i guess and uh, for that um, so many of the students did respond to that uh, favorably okay well we're just about out of time a minute or so left i'll turn the mic over to you what should we do is one of my favorite questions for you over the years so please uh, what what's a wise next step in your view
1: the the wise next step I, that i think we are morally required to do is begin an aggressive program of random testing I, I mean it'd be even better if we could test everyone at least every two days but at a minimum an aggressive program of random testing for anyone coming onto the campus. Um, I would also say BU needs to um, listen far more carefully to its custodial staff, to all of its staff, but particularly its custodial staff um, who I regard as first responders uh, and who are among the most vulnerable of all of the people on the Bloomsburg campus many of whom are genuinely terrified, judging by the email I am getting. So please listen to your custodial staff. They have valuable contributions to make. And then next, we should be told every day what the case count is. When President Hanna says that we're monitoring, monitoring, with all due respect, President Hanna, is absolutely not sufficient. That's just counting. And we're just going to keep counting upwards if you don't do more to get this virus in check.
0: Well, thank you so much for the information and your help for checking in and for your advocacy for this in the interest of safety. And we're always grateful for your uh, words and your input and your wisdom. So thank you so much, uh, Dr. Lee. Thanks for calling in today.
1: You bet. Have a good weekend.
0: Thank you, Dr. Wendy Lynn Lee, professor of philosophy at Bloomsburg University.